Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Welcome to Encourage Mindset, where this podcast is all about transforming you to be the best person possible. My name is Ethan Vandehei, and alongside me today, I have another special guest. Please welcome Katya Martinova. Hey, thanks so much for having me on your podcast. I am so excited and honored to be here. And I also want to thank you for what you do. Super encouraging. I'm really happy to be part of this movement. And I'm excited to speak with you. My name is Katia Martinova. I am originally from Kazakhstan, Central Asia, and I am an empowerment coach. I specifically am on a mission currently to help moms who feel lost in motherhood, to help them regain their self-identity and start taking back control of their lives within 90 days. That sounds awesome. What is something you kind of learned throughout that coaching experience? Before I became a coach, I just enjoyed helping people in a variety of settings, in a variety of ways. I was a mentor for a while, a teacher, a college instructor. And just when I stumbled across the coaching course that I eventually took, it just clicked for me. It was just like, well, that's how I can, uh, make the biggest difference on the deepest, you know, level for a given individual, just by being their accountability partner, just by being there for them, listening to them and giving them some actionable tools to get to their goals and what it is that they're looking to accomplish. So it's been a lot of fun so far. And I just recently niched down to help moms in particular, because I'm a mom myself and I'm currently going through all the same struggles, but I have also managed, you know, to start a business and just having that feeling of empowerment by reclaiming that part of me and just doing something besides being a mom is super encouraging. And I know there are a lot of moms out there who want the same for themselves. So that's what I'm here for. That's awesome. And you said you're a mom and I have a mom and most people in the world have a mom. What do you think has been your favorite thing so far of being a mom? I think it goes in alignment with my um, love for coaching is it has been just being able to see the world yet again through my child's eyes. They see it in a very simple yet very profound way. They are not socially obligated to do certain things that we feel like we need to do as adults. They just see the world in all its beauty and they feel like they can have anything they want whenever they want. And that reminds me that that's something we should reclaim for ourselves. 
just having that huge belief in ourselves and our abilities and just getting the best out out of our time on this earth. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that's what everyone's goal in life is, is no matter what people say or put you down with, your goal is to believe in that dream. Maybe you're a five-year-old kid saying, hey, I want to be a professional baseball player and you're attacking that dream or whatever it may be. But with all these distractions going around our world right now, how do you kind of keep focused on important matters when these distractions are happening all the time? I think the important thing is to get clear on what it is that you want. Again, you know, with the example with kids, they just get laser focused on what they want and they want just that. I think it's when you find your passion, your purpose, and when you are very clear on what it is that you want, then everything just kind of, you know, automatically falls into place. You break it down into smaller goals, smaller steps. But yeah, I think it's very important to have that passion, that drive behind it. You're not doing it for the sake of doing it, but you're doing it because you want that for yourself. This way, there is no like forcefulness about it. There's no pressure. It's because you're actually wanting something for yourself that you're passionate about. And that way, every day, you're just like ready to get to action and you're ready to take the next step rather than procrastinating, feeling like, oh, I don't want to do that. So that's what I would say is important in this case. That's a lot of valuable information that people today should put to effective use as soon as possible. So you said that you're a coach and you're specifically targeting mothers, but this question can relate to helping those mothers, but it also can help to anyone out there in the world. And that is, what is a habit requiring the least effort, but it makes the greatest difference? Oh my gosh, this is an awesome question because I have just the most awesome answer to it. So a couple of years ago, I stumbled across a video by Mel Robbins. She is a famous speaker. I think she mostly talks about confidence and stuff like that. So she was talking about the five second rule. Have you ever heard about it? Brought her up in my last podcast episode, believe it or not. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So when I stumbled across this video and I will just describe the gist of it. So the five second rule is when you are about to do something. And of course, before your brain kicks in and you start to procrastinate or find good reasons not to do whatever it is that you want to do is to just count backwards five, four, three, two, one, and then you go. And the idea is that it engages a different part of your brain that actually helps you take that action. And also because you're not counting from one to five into an eternity, you know that once you hit one or zero, then you got to get up and go. The interesting thing was that um, when I saw that video, I realized that I had been doing this for pretty much all of my life. And that has been just a game changer for me because I just constantly jump up and do whatever it is that I need to do. And I am just probably one of the most efficient people <laughs> in my circle of friends because sometimes I jump up before my thought of, oh, I got to go do this even ends in my head. I'm already like up and going in that direction. She also has her book that's called The Five Second Rule, but I think it can just, if the listeners are curious, they can just go on YouTube, enter 
five second rule and it'll be the first video that pops up. I was talking about that in my last podcast episode, how effective that can change your life in probably less than a minute, you can start applying that. And so that's awesome hearing that you're kind of saying, Hey, it's worked for me. Try it listeners. But how do you sustain self-motivation when you suffer a setback towards your goals? I would say that one of the biggest revelations that I've experienced in my life when I started getting into this whole, you know, figuring out how we function as humans is self-limiting beliefs. Because that circle of beliefs lead to thoughts and thoughts lead to actions. It's actually super profound because if you think about it, our beliefs are part of our subconscious. So they kick in without us realizing it. So every time I start noticing slowing down or just having a hard time taking that next step that my brain thinks is necessary, I start digging deeper and just asking questions like, why is that? Why is that? To figure out what that limiting belief can be that's actually stopping me from that action. Because it's not as simple as, oh, I'm feeling lazy. There is something behind that laziness. Or, oh, I feel like I'm not going to enjoy this process. Again, there is something behind it. And once you figure out what that is, you can work on it and just kind of get over it. And then it will not be in your way anymore. I think that is tough for a lot of people. When people hear these sentences or information that our guests are sharing on this podcast, it's good for people to hear because it's just the truth. And sometimes people need to hear that. So that's awesome that you hit on something millions and millions of people need to really hear and put to action. I totally agree with that. And I think that a lot of people might get discouraged by hearing something that might not be in their toolbox of habits yet. So what I wanted to say when talking about the five second rule, work on it several times. So it's an effort to get there, to make it a habit. But after that, it becomes automatic. So that's the cool thing. And like I mentioned, the simplest way to figure out your limiting beliefs, or at least, you know, take that first step in that direction is to just, just quiet down and ask yourself, why might this be, why might this be? And just keep digging and digging with that same question. And you'll, you'll be amazed how many answers come as a result of that. So kind of to follow up on that, do you do journaling yourself and meditation? I'm glad you asked. I do do those things. And interestingly, once again, because it has become, I definitely started with journaling and now because I don't have just as much time, but I have, let's say, mastered the skill of like self digging <laughs> for better or for worse, I can actually do it in my head without having to journal. But I definitely started with journaling and I think journaling and meditation to quiet down your mind and to get the answers are definitely awesome tools. And I do recommend those to my clients as well. If you had a future client that was always stuck in the negative mindset and pretty much was a negative Nancy and they always look at themselves in the mirror or they're always having a frown or they always look kind of just irritated 
What is a word of advice you would say for somebody that has this negative mindset? How could you get them to flip the switch to be more positive? There is so much negativity in our world right now. And I think a lot of people's first reflex would be to judge those people and to say, hey, you know, you're not being a good person or this and that. But I always think and know on some level that there is always a reason why that person is that way. And usually it's some sort of trauma, some sort of bad situation that happened to them. Basically where I'm going with this is they just need to heal. Our goal is to try to be understanding of their situation, to try to talk to them in a loving way, because, you know, it's hard. It's tough. Once that person realizes that you are on their team, you're trying to be supportive and helpful, and you know, it's not always their conscious choice to be this way. I think it might make a huge difference for them. And then once again, kind of digging deeper and figuring out what might be behind that negativity, asking the right questions and stuff like that, being part of a community, some sort of network, or the benefits of having a coach are the same. Just having that person who will listen to you, who will not judge, who will try to be supportive can go a long way. I think that's a great answer to kind of allow somebody to reflect and realize that becoming more positive is easier than you think. Is there anything else that you'd like to share on Encourage Mindset with us today? First of all, I want to say that this has been amazing and I'm just like really grateful to be part of this, to be able to send that message to people that you can always start making that change right now, like five seconds from now, right? Five, four, three, two, one, and just like take that next step to where you want to be. But for that, once again, coming back to the clarity of your goals. I was recently rewatching the video on YouTube that's called the time you have in jelly beans. And they just show like, this is how much time on average will you will spend doing this in life and that it kind of reminds you and puts things in perspective. So having goals, like if you, if you ask an average person to write 50 things, even 30 things down of what they truly want. They'll have a hard time. We think that we know what we want, but when it comes time to like being very specific, it's hard. Once we figure out what, what are the big milestones that we want to hit in life without taking life for granted and thinking that we'll always have tomorrow, we'll definitely be helpful in the way that you will be more motivated to take action. Always remember your why and just say thank you to yourself for every little step and every little effort that you took towards your goals. And also take it easy, be, be, be easy on yourself. It's very important because the more we criticize ourselves, the less productive we are, as it turns out. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlock the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.